Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Welcome to the Cambridge Islamic College podcast. It has been narrated in Sahih Muslim that the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam said, Whenever some people gather in one of Allah's houses to recite the Book of Allah and study it among themselves, then calmness descends upon them. The angels surround them, mercy covers them, and Allah mentions them to those who are with Him. And some of the most recited verses of the Holy Quran are from the last chapter. Chapter. These verses are some of the first to be taught to children and new Muslims as well as recited regularly in congregation. So what better way for us to launch Cambridge Islamic College's podcast channel than with Sheikh Muhammad Akram Nadwi's Tafsir of Juz'amma. It is often said that Tafsir requires knowledge and understanding of all of the Islamic sciences and not just knowledge of the Arabic language. Sheikh Akram expertly deciphers the intricacies of these surahs and in his unique and inimitable manner makes them relatable. So, without further ado, let's begin this journey. And his companions, Abu who's ruling the whole world, you know, you know, such a big empire, Khalafa. But for their prayer, whole Surah Al-Baqarah. The prayer for them actually is the best possible thing. That I said, in individual life, personal life, you should come like ideal people. They want to make the prayer the best as possible. But we people now, because for us actually the purpose has been to get the power. In that matter, we don't make any compromise. We never make anything easy. But when the prayer comes, we say, no, Islam is the easy religion, you know, soft and this and that. But where the easiness has gone, when you in discussing about, about, about the politics, then it's not easy. When it's for the prayer, then make, you can really can look at it properly. You can see all the political movements in Islam now. Whenever you discuss with them any issue related to the prayer, of fasting or zakat. They will, you will see, they are so easy, they allow you to follow any opinion. They say, don't necessarily follow any madhab, you can take any easy opinion. They are so easy for you. But same people, when it comes to their own agenda of the politics and of the power, they never, never accept to make any compromise. Is it the way of the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam? way of the other way. In the ibadat, no compromise. But when he comes for other things, then he can make it. And he said, when he came to make a treaty of Hudaybiyah with unbelievers, he said, as long as they will respect the command of Allah Taala, whatever they will ask me, I will give them. And he make a treaty. In that treaty, that treaty, if you see, it was not in the favor of the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. It was more in the favor of unbelievers. And Umar did not like that. Umar Allah But the Prophet ﷺ, in the treaty, he gave them so much. But same Prophet ﷺ, he never can make any compromise on the prayer. Because the prayer is most beloved to him. To him. So the Quran is Those who do purify and in remember now of their Lord and they do prayer, they are the successful people. Who are the people who do taskiyah? Quran mentioned elsewhere. The believers who do khushu in the prayer, they are successful. The meaning is, if you do the prayer with khushu, then you get taskiyah. So taskiyah only comes when the prayer is done with the khushu. That's why in the same surah, when the Quran is mentioning, the Quran says, Those who do taskiyah. So taskiyah is connected with the prayer. But the prayer must be with the khushu. It is not the prayer of Hanafi Madhab or Maliki Madhab or Shafi Madhab or Hanbali Madhab. 
It's not like that. The prayer of the Prophet and his prayer was what? The prayer with the khushu. If you follow a Hanafi madhab in every single detail, but if you have no khushu, then there will be no tazkiyah. If you pray and you don't know Hanafi madhab, but with khushu, you get tazkiyah. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's help is with the prayer, with the khushu, not with the prayer which should be Hanafi madhab or Maliki madhab or Shafi Hanbali madhab. Qad aflaha al-mu'minun al-ladhinhum fi salatim khashaun. Same Quran says here, Qad aflaha man tazakka wa dhakara sma rabbihi fasalla. Now the Quran is coming. Bal tu'thiruna al-hayat al-dunya. But the thing is, you don't want tazkiyah. You don't want to pray. You don't want to remember your Lord. Because for you actually every, what matters is the money. It matters what matters you the position, what matters you the life in this world, what matters to you the car, you know, the house, the palace. That's what you want. You want something in this life. So then you can't pray. And you can see there have been Muslims who have been thinking why Muslims are so backward. Because the Muslims need to have five times the prayer. So basically they don't have enough time to earn money. So that's why they're backward. You can see the prayer becomes sign of the backwardness of Muslims. And imagine when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala initially commanded the Prophet and the prayer, he said what? 50 times the prayer. Imagine if there had been 50 times the prayer, what would have been thinking is that the Muslims never can complete the world. Because 50 times the prayer, how can they earn money? How can they do anything in their life? And your messenger, who you claim to follow, when he got the command of 50 times the prayer, was he happy? He was upset. He was happy. He got 50 times the prayer so happy because he knows the prayer means success. He was so happy for his people. And he comes to Ibrahim Islam. Ibrahim Islam also, you know, congratulate him. Very happy because Ibrahim Islam is the same like him. Prayer, you know, such a big gift from Allah Taala. Both messengers, they are, you know, so clear that about the prayer. If you get more prayer, it means your Lord is more happy with you. He has got 50 times the prayer. Ibrahim Islam becomes so happy that my, my son Muhammad Islam, he has got 50 times the prayer. When he comes to Musa Islam, Musa Islam also enjoys the prayer. But he also knows the people. He said to the Prophet, You are happy, Ibrahim is happy, and I am so happy. But I know your people cannot do this. I know the people. They can't do this. Then he made him to go again 45, 40 prayer, 35, 30, 25, 20, 15, 10, 5. Then Musa said to him again, Go. Your people cannot do 5. But the Prophet said, no doubt really. He listened to Musa so many times. Now, you know, he made, you know, he feels shyness. He said to Musa, now I feel shyness to go my Lord again. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala became very happy with him. I said, oh, Prophet Muhammad, you know, I reduce it, but I never change my word. Since I said 50, the reward will remain 50. You know, just think really how much Allah wants to give us. Five prayers and reward 50 times prayer. And the truth of the matter really is one prayer is more heavy than the whole universe. Understand this properly. You know, you, we are talking about you know, to get the empire and the state and the power. One prayer to your Lord is much heavier than the whole, whole universe. Not only one prayer, one subhanallah that you say in the prayer. Subhanak Allahumma. That one subhanak Allahumma is much heavier in the eye of Allah than anything in this universe. Nothing can be compared. Just think how much he wants to give you. And you want to ask something else, a small thing. Imagine somebody gives you billion of the pound and you tell him, no, no, I don't want you know, this, I don't understand this, give me one pound. It is very stupidity. Like you know, some children that you know, they know the pound, the coin. So like you know, one of my you know, grandchildren, I gave him five pounds note. So he said, no, no, I want you know, the pound. So you know, that pound, one pound is you know, nothing compared. So I said, okay, that's fine. 
to some people see prefer 1 pound over 5 pound because they don't know the value of the 5 pound you know what your lord has given you he is not a miser he does not want to give you less he want to give more what has given you nothing can be compared with that he want to give you the best thing so that was the priority success you see pounds cannot give success palace cannot give success you know mughal empires in india they built taj mahal and you know and all the big buildings did they get success no nothing no success even in this world their family has been so much humiliated but what allah wants to give you this success qad aflaha man tazakka wa dhakara sma rabbihi fasalla bal tu'thirun al hayat al dunya but you people you want to prefer you know this this world so you know many basically quran wants to say that people who prefer this world they never can get tazkiya simple thing meaning is people who are more interested in this world because they are ungrateful people to them to this world is more important they can't get tazkiya you can't be clean and pure while loving this world love of this world is something hated by allah subhanahu allah never wants anybody to love the world he never wants you can live in this world you can use the world you can earn the money but he never likes the believers to love the money he never likes them to love this world he never like that he wants the believer to make the love only for allah subhanahu taala for the hereafter for paradise to bal tu'thirun al hayat al dunya you people you prefer you know this this life wal akhiratu khairu wa abqa while the last life you know last house the next house that is better no doubt really it is better because any favor that you get in this world nothing compared to that what people get the palaces of that house are better than this the women of that house they are better than this the fruits of that house they are better than anything that you think in that house is better than this and the next thing is wa abqa and more lasting anything in this world will finish whatever they are one day they will finish you think really any food you get you know what happens to it gone finish anything you see they are going one day to finish but whatever people get in this that life it is forever permanent life will never finish and allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will tell the people that i am so happy today you know and and please with you that i never going to be angry with you you know every time all the time your lord happy with you please with you you know people will get script so so much thing cannot imagine so wal akhiratu khairu wa abqa you know once you know this are you concerned about this word it reminds me the story of you know ibn taymiyah rahimahullah taala once the you know people complained to the rulers of 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 syria that ibn taymiyah has got students and he want to rebel against you and take the power from you you know rulers they become you know this is big thing for them then the ruler of king of egypt he syria he called ibn taymiyah with his followers and all the ulama and he said to ibn taymiyah that you you are planning to take the power from me take the kingship from me to ibn taymiyah rahimahullah says do you think I, i am going to do something like that to me your your kingdom and the kingdom of all mongols they are not even equal to one penny one pence la tasawi falsa do you think i want to take this this actually how the believers are to them actually even nothing is equal to you know they just like, like like a penny nothing nothing more than that so the you know the quran says wal akhiratu khairu wa abqa you know akhirah is more permanent and more settling you know one of the poet you know persian said asazu barge qafil ay be khuda mapurs be nala mi rawad jarase karwan ma don't ask us that how we spend life here what are the things that we have got you know how many houses how many palaces and how many mounds and how many things how many stuff don't ask these things our caravan is a caravan which moves even without the sound of the bell 
you know, in the past, when the people used to have the caravan, the traveling, then after that, in the morning, they used to be bell. The bell ringing or the bell means now move. So the poet said, don't ask us what we have got. We have got a caravan, which even does not need a bell to, to ring. You know, it moves itself. It does not need to be reminded. We are so concerned. You know, believers don't need really. Things can help the believers, but believers don't depend on the things. Money can help the believers, but believers don't depend on the money. Houses can help you, but believers don't depend on the houses. Friends can help you, but the believers don't depend on the, on, on the, on the friends. They depend only on Allah Taala. They don't depend on anything else. Only depend, their dependence on the Lord. Their reliance is the Lord alone. They don't want any friendship. They don't want to be connected with anything. You know, everything come and go, understand this properly. That in this world, you don't have any right companion. Your houses, they're not your companions. Your children, they're not your companions. Your wives and your husbands, they are not your companions. The only one who has your company all the time is your Lord. When you are in hardship, He is with you. If you are in a house, He is with you. When you sleep, He is with you. When you die, He is with you. People remain in their house next to their wives, but their worry remains their worry. Even the wives cannot know what happened to you. They can't share, they can't help you. They even don't know what happened to you. And what wives are facing, husbands don't know. But your Lord, He knows. Everything He knows. He is His company, the best company. So that's what the believers need. وَالْآخِرَةُ خَيْرٌ وَأَبْقَى And then Allah SWT said, إِنَّ هَذَا لَفِسْحَفِ الْأُولَى Certainly this is what in the earlier scriptures. It is not something new. Allah SWT did not send to the Prophet Muhammad any new message. Same message he has been telling to all the messengers and all the prophets. And especially two prophets, Quran is mentioning here, Suhuf Ibrahim wa Musa. The scriptures are Musa and Ibrahim. Why these two prophets? Because the reason is because the way Islam is now, it was only made complete by Ibrahim al-Islam. He made Ibrahim, his Iman very clear and he made Islam very clear. Iman Islam, both are the main parts of this religion. Both have been completed by Ibrahim al-Islam. Then after that, what was left actually it was to have a state and power. When Musa al-Islam comes, then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala revealed to Musa al-Islam those laws which can help the believers how to manage the state and power. So then Sharia comes, laws comes for the glory. So basically Iman, Islam and then Sharia and extension of Islam coming. So that's why these two prophets are very important, that they keep telling the same thing. And they have been mentioned together in many, many surahs of the Quran. And you can see the similarity, like for example, you know, when Quran mentioned in the beginning that Allah SWT is the one who created and guided, same thing Musa says, رَبُّنَا الَّذِي أَعْتَى كُلَّ شَيْنْ خَلْقَهُ ثُمَّ هَدَى Whatever message you get in this surah, that message has been repeated many times by Ibrahim and by Musa in the Quran. I just read to you because there are so many verses which are very similar. You know, you can find them in the message of Musa and, and, and what, let me summarize really, what the main thing that Quran is saying that in هذا this is in early scripture. What means this? This means the sentence from here. People who have done tasqiyah, they are successful. Those who remember, remember the name of their Lord and do the prayer. And then the Quran says, but you people rather prefer this world and akhirah is the lasting and better. These few verses, the Quran is referring to them. They are the same which have come in earlier scriptures. They are the same which have been reminded many times by Ibrahim al-Islam and by Musa al-Islam. Like in the Quran says in Surah Al-Najm, وَإِبْرَاهِيمَ الَّذِي وَفَّى 
Allah tazeru vaziratun vizra ukhara This is Surah Al-Najmah uh, If you open Just Quran said Am lam yunabba Bima fi suhafi Musa Wa Ibrahim alladhi waffa Allah tazeru vaziratun vizra ukhara You know, had not people been told What has happened, what has come In the scriptures of Musa and Ibrahim Ibrahim, the one who fulfilled all the promise of his Lord, yeah? Surah Al-Najm, the verse number 36 and uh, 37, to where Musa and Ibrahim has come. You can see, and the Quran mentioned the message. But I read one verse, which is long, it summarized the whole message properly. It has come in the context of Ibrahim Islam, and then again Quran mentioned there, that same thing has come in earlier scriptures. What Quran said in that surah, is the same thing what the Quran has said in this whole surah. So Quran said in Surah Al-Anbiya, فَاصْبِرْ عَلَى مَا يَقُولُونَ O Allah the Messenger, do sabr on what they say. So you can see the two messages that you're getting in this surah is from Prophet Sallallahu Sabr and Tasbih, Sabr and Salah. The same Quran said in, in, in I think in this surah Al-Nahl, فَاصْبِرْ عَلَى مَا يَقُولُونَ وَصَبِّحْ بِحَمْدِ رَبِّكَ Do sabr on what they say and do Tasbih of your Lord, meaning the prayer, before the rise of the sun and after the sunset. وَمِنْ آنَاءِ اللَّيْلِ And in the time of the night, and of a sabbih wa atraf an-nahar in all the time of the prayer and then Quran says وَلَا تَمُدَّنَّ عَيْنَيْكَ إِلَى مَا مَتَّعْنَا بِهِ and don't stretch your eyes to those things that we have given them as enjoyment you know Quran has said بَلْتُ أُثِرُونَ الْحَيَاتِ الدُّنِي you prefer this world Allah said to the Messenger صلى الله عليه وسلم don't stretch your eye to those things what people are enjoying the life don't, don't, don't desire that don't greet that and then Quran said زَهْرَةَ الْحَيَاتِ الدُّنِي that is only flower of this world we have given them this, this money and wealth to, do, to, to make them in trial. And the Quran says, What your Lord is going to give you, that is better and more permanent. The Quran has said, And then Quran says again, Tell your family to do the prayer and yourself remain firm on the prayer. We don't ask you to earn money. This is not our. We will give you money. We will give you everything. End is for the party. And then, you know, they ask you, why don't you bring a miracle? A sign. Has not come to them those clear signs which have been mentioned in the early scriptures. This is really the summary of the old scriptures. That the success of the people is the prayer. That it's interesting. Success of the people, the prayer, and call people to the prayer. And never look to other people if they have got any enjoyment of their life. Allah will give you more than that. Don't look with the greed. Now we Muslims, we want really the same thing what others have got. We keep complaining. And we don't want to do the prayer. Quran is asking you to do the prayer and don't look what they have got. Don't ask. Quran says, Don't incline to those who are wrongdoers. Don't, you know, heart should not incline to that, that thing. So, you know, the main message of this surah, as I mentioned, basically is to make the Prophet ﷺ to devote himself to the prayer. And to make, him very, to make very clear to him that be patient, do sabr, and your duty to keep teaching the people that, that salah, how to pray. And if people don't learn from you, it is not your fault. For their fault is because they want to live in this world, they want to enjoy much of this life, so anybody who wants to enjoy this life, they never can get tazkiyah. So that is the summary of uh, this surah. And inshallah, soon we are going to start uh, the next surah, which we, inshallah after the break we will finish. Uh, and if you have any question uh, before that, uh, please ask.
Yeah, you know, I have my shakl is when Quran mentions Qiraatul Quran, then it comes in the context of reading the Quran, but in the prayer. When Quran mentions Tilawatul Quran, then it comes in the meaning of understanding the Quran and acting upon that to follow the Quran. When the Prophet received the revelation, Iqra, to before the angel could explain to him properly, the first word Iqra, it shocked him because he does not know how to read. So his question. But when the revelation completed, those few verses, then after that, you know, initial shocking time, then after that, when people, the Prophet ﷺ became, you know, because it is first revelation, he does not know what to, how to, he does not know what to, you know, Musa ﷺ is different. Musa ﷺ already has got a big tradition of prophethood. In his family, there have been so many prophets. But Israel knows the prophets. So when Allah ﷻ revealed himself to Musa ﷺ, Musa ﷺ did not have that shock. Because to him, you know, revelation, was not something new. The Prophet's family and Quraysh, they had no idea of the prophethood. So when the Quran revealed those verses, uh, which actually is about the prayer, uh, reading the Quran and the prayer, the Prophet was not shocked about the meaning. He was shocked about uh, this new experience. He never had something like that. So few days passed. Then after that, he must have reflected, or maybe Angel Jibreel came and explained to him, and then the prayer started. Then religion became, then after that you never find him to go to the cave of Hera again. Because the reason he is to go, he does not know how to worship. So he just wants to do something. But now when he got these verses, he started worshipping, so much worshipping, that after few revelations you can see, he spent two-thirds of the time in the prayer. And actually in Surah Al-Qara there is, there is a proof for that. Because after few verses the Quran said, Do you see the one who stops a slave from the prayer. Prayer had not been mentioned before that. So this salah only can mean if iqra before that has meaning of the prayer itself, meaning reading the Quran in the prayer. Otherwise, there's no prayer is mentioned there. So, you know, this actually, uh, inshallah, when it will come the Surah Al-Alaq, I will do more research. But Alhamdulillah, I'm con- convinced that the first message for every prophet always has been the prayer, to make him to be connected with the Lord. Musa al-Islam, same Ibrahim al-Islam, all the prophets, first thing always to teach them how to you know, be connected with that source of every good. And that's what they do. Then after that, they, once they enjoy that and they know the proper taste, then they want to teach the same thing to other people. Then the masters come to teach. If they don't know themselves the ibadah, how can they teach? So first thing they learn ibadah and then they teach the people the ibadah. And similarly, when you say that to let the ayatu, same thing is because it's concerning about the about understanding and following. So when tilawa, tilawa comes, it means you know because it, how iman increases. 
when Quranic verses are revealed, revealed to the Prophet وسلم, how they can increase the Iman. So Quran says that meaning is when the Quranic verses are revealed, the meaning becomes clear, they think properly, understand, then Iman increases. Otherwise, in our time, there are children who know the Quran by heart when they are seven years old. But does that increase their Iman? No, because they are no thinking, no understanding. And the Quran wants you to understand and think. means to follow. Talaitul means to follow something. So Talaitul means when you follow the Quran. And following means to understand it and to make effort to act upon that. But somehow in later centuries, Talaitul and Qira, everything becomes similar. But not the similar, they are not similar. Quran uses them in different way, not in the same context. This thing about Talaitul has been explained very clearly by Imam Ibn Taymiyyah in many of his fatwas. I have been reading this day. So he emphasized many, many examples that Talaitul in the Quran means to follow, to act upon that, to understand. But the meaning of the Qira, <coughs> it means prayer that I have taken from Mawla Farahi Rahimullah Ta'ala. Whenever Qira at the Quran comes, he always explains that, that meaning basically the prayer. And he has got good arguments. So when inshallah the first surah to Iqra will come, I'll explain the reason is because every Muslim is so keen in the world that you do Islam, you know, first thing in knowledge, Iqra and this and that. You know, it could be knowledge very important. But that's not the first thing that Allah was taught teaching. He's teaching people how to worship Him, how to do ibadah. You know the hadith actually we know actually the Prophet did mistake in the prayer and Allah Subhanahu made him to make mistake. So the prayer was four rak'ah and he said four rak'ah he did three, three rak'ah and after the salam you know people just left <coughs> to one of the companions who was dul yadain his hands were shorter so he said to the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi had the prayer made shorter or you have forgotten so the Prophet said no I never forgotten and the prayer not shorter then people said, no, no, you did three rakah. And that Prophet said, after that, this, uh, you know, sajda, sajda to sahu. And that was basically Allah wanted to, 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 people to learn these things. But the thing really is, what, uh, in, in, this is not time for, to explain that, but what I believe actually is, anything which has been revealed as part of the Quran, they never have been deleted from the Quran. They remain part of the Quran, and their meaning always used, you know, concern, concerning the people, what has been abrogated actually is things which were revealed to the Prophet not in the Quran. Like hadith, something like that. Those have been abrogated. But the Quran as the book of Allah SWT, which ever like that, complete book as the guidance, and nothing of that book ever has been abrogated. So that actually the opinion I follow, uh, it needs more explanation because you can see there are so many people who will say there are so many verses in the Quran which are abrogated. Like some people say 500 verses in the Quran is abrogated. 
the Suyuti comes and he says 50 verses of the Quran are rogated and he mentions them by, one by one. Then after that, Waliullah Dehlvi comes and he says only five verses are abrogated. So you can see from 500, only five. How, how this income? So one of my teachers from whom I learned the tafsir, he used to say even those five are not abrogated. And he explained to us very clearly that they are not abrogated. Meaning is that they belong to certain contests. When the contest will come, the meaning also will be, again will be. Like for example, when the Quran says, La wa antum sukara. Don't come to the prayer when you are intoxicated. When you're drunk, don't come to the prayer. So people say it has been abrogated. Because in the beginning, drinking was allowed. And after that, when the Quranic verse came in Nawal Khamar, Wal Maisir, Wal Ansab, you know, then in drink has been abrogated. But the people don't understand these are two different commands. In, in, in the verse of Nawal Khamar, drinking has been abrogated. But in this verse, don't come to the prayer when drunk, another ruling. It say, only says one thing when you're drunk, don't pray. So in our time, if somebody drinks, are we going to allow him to pray? Is prayer going to accept it? If he leads the prayer, going to accept it? No. So still, it is valid. If somebody somehow drinks, what will happen? Is that prayer counted? No. Quran That verse is not abrogated. That verse has different context. Meaning is, if people are drunk and they come to the prayer, that prayer is not accepted. But drinking is forbidden, that another verse. But after drinking being forbidden, still people can pray. And we know that in the time of Uthman one of his half-brother, my milk, who was governor of Kufa, once he came to lead the prayer, of Fajr. And then after the prayer he said, should I make it longer? Should I add some more rakah? The people become, what happened? Then they smell, he, he was drunk. Then reported to Uthman that your half-brother who is governor, you know, he drunk. And then Uthman called him and called the people, the witness. And then he asked Ali, go on, because when somebody drinks, you know, then 80 lashes. So Uthman asked Ali, go on, and strike him 80 lashes. So Ali asked his son Hassan, go, you do. And Hassan said, فَوَلَّيَا Man tawalla karraha. You know, people who enjoy the ruling, they should do this. My family is not a part of the whole ruling anyway. Let Usman and his family do. Then Usman did not ask someone else and then he punished. So, you know, this thing, still people can lead the prayer, that prayer is not counted. So, simple thing basically is I don't, you know, I, I follow this opinion. It's just opinion. It's not necessarily everybody should follow. My opinion is that anything which is in the Quran, nothing is abrogated. Temporary means uh, not in the Quran. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala revealed to the Prophet certain things, some concession, sometime. But after that, you know, uh, finished like one of the concessions was he could read the Quran in seven ways. That concession was for a time when the need was there. And need gone, concession gone, now Quran has to be read in the way of Quraysh. No more other way. Outside of the prayer, then we should listen attentively. Are you saying that 
according to the, the, yeah. the, the Actually, Imam Hanifa is the first person who actually he made very clear that this verse is only for the prayer. To meaning, for example, if you have a class and students are reading the Quran, it's not only one reads and other students they, they came quiet. No, if everybody can have, in the prayer, only one reads. The Imam reads and everybody listen. If quiet and listen, at least be quiet. Even if you don't listen, don't, the, the words don't come to your, your, your ear, you can't understand, still you have to be quiet. Don't, don't make your reading. You can see that, that verse Imam, Imam Hanifa said it is connected with the, uh, with the not only him actually. Actually, I think I, I don't know any other person who says, all the jurists they say that verse is only for the prayer. And you can see the Quran only use the word qira. Quran does not use the word prayer. Only qira, but everybody understands from that word is reading the Quran in the prayer. You know, the thing is, you know, this is what I have opinion, but still I need to do, do more research because I have followed more of right in this matter, and, but, you know, uh, but I did not do my own research. So I really need to, before teaching Surah Al-Alaq, I will inshallah make more research to, to know properly really that how authentic, you know, his, his saying is. But what makes sense to me is that if the Prophet is looking to worship his Lord, the first command must be to teach him how to worship. And also think really that when this command came, what did he do? Because Allah the Messenger always has been Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, whenever revelation comes, he acts upon that. So what did he do? Did he open a school in Makkah? Did he start teaching in Makkah al-Mukarramah? Did he make university in Makkah al-Mukarramah? After that, what he did, we know is starting prayer. There's nothing else. We don't know anything from his life other than the prayer. After Surah Yaqara, only thing he did, the prayer, nothing else. That's what we know. We hope you enjoyed today's lecture and pray that it will be beneficial to you. Remember to tune in for the next one. For more insightful content in full HD quality on tafsir and other Islamic sciences such as hadith, fiqh, Arabic prose, grammar and morphology as well as Islamic history, female scholarship and much, much more, subscribe to our unique streaming platform on www.deepdeen.tv that's d-e-e-p-d-e-e-n.tv don't forget to visit www.cambridgeislamiccollege.org and show your support please click on the donate button and give whatever you can our institution is dependent on the generosity of donors like yourselves